Welcome to A Word in Season with Doug Stringer and Friends. We share good news and godly wisdom to empower you to be salt and light in every season of life. With so many going through difficulties this holiday season, it is important that we, the church, be a light that gives hope and lets our light so shine in such a way that it draws others close to the Lord. Doug shares how we can be an example to those around us, that they may find faith, hope, peace, and joy in the midst of whatever challenges or difficulties they face. After the episode, consider leaving a review and follow us on your favorite streaming service. If you've gleaned anything from this podcast, consider paying it forward with a gift at somebodycares.org. Now let's join our host, Doug Stringer. With so many going through difficulties during this holiday season, it's so important that we as the church be a light because the word dwells amongst us. We have a joy and a strength beyond human comprehension. We have a peace that surpasses all understanding. It's important for us as the church to give that hope, to let our light so shine in such a way that it draws others close to the Lord. We can be an example to those around us as they can find their faith, hope, peace, and joy in the midst of their own difficulties. Yes, we really do need light in the world today, but we know the Word dwells amongst us. Jesus is the Word that dwells amongst us, and He is the light of the world. And right now, we need a whole lot of light in the darkness around us. Throughout today's podcast, I'm going to share just a few stories, especially personal ones that have really moved me and touched me deeply. Some out of my own personal experiences that I brought into the context of today and the hope that I have for the future. Here's one of those stories that involved one of our Christmas outreaches that I was a part of personally. It was on Friday evening, December the 8th, that we had a special time as we partnered with Interchamber Church and Thousand Hills Homeless Ministry to share a time of worship and the word, food and fellowship, and gave distribution of Christmas gifts and resources to many that were homeless. As I was sitting amongst those we were serving, so many personal memories and thoughts flooded my mind from the time decades ago where I found myself in need. And for a very short period of time, I was homeless, traveling on freight trains and hitchhiking up and down the west coast of America. There were also times walking or hitchhiking to college and work and think of how great it would be to have a car, any car. It didn't need to be a special brand or with bells and whistles, but just a suitable and safe ride. As I was sitting amongst many of those who were in need and homeless, I remember the Lord also reminded me of all that He had done throughout my life and why He had been faithful why he's called me and allowed me to be a part of and in ministry today. I remember in the early 80s when he spoke in my heart to always have a grateful heart and to never forget where I came from. Yep, it really is a privilege to be part of what the Lord is doing in the lives of people. It really blesses me and reminds me of why I do what I do, that we can be a light in the midst of a world of darkness in very tangible ways. Our Somebody Cares Houston and Somebody Cares American international chapters and affiliates and ministries have all been serving and making an impact in their communities throughout the holidays. Just in Houston, we have assisted and partnered with over 20 churches and ministries, providing resources and finances to help them leverage their capacity to reach exponentially more during the season. From foster care, homeless, seniors, Holocaust survivors, law enforcement families, single-parent families, refugees, and many other needs are being met because of prayers and the support of friends that have come along our Somebody Cares Houston office and all of our affiliates. Somebody Cares America and all of our chapters as well. For example, our chapter in St. Augustine, Florida has just completed their annual coat drive and distributed winter gear to homeless students throughout the St. John's County School District. 
Somebody carries San Antonio, Blood and Fire San Antonio, delivered 500 pairs of pompous socks to the Haven for Hope for Homeless Shelter. And others are providing groceries and meals. And in Houston, Lisa Stringer, my wife, has been coordinating donations of toys. Somebody cares, bears, clothing, household goods, gift cards, and more to over 20 churches and ministries for their outreaches. I am so grateful for all of our network of ministries and churches and all those individuals who have supported us with prayer and finances over the years. At Christmas especially, hearts are open to receive the message of Christ as we are able to work together to meet practical needs. One of our Somebody Cares America and International Ministry Partners drove all the way eight hours from Roma, Texas on the Texas-Mexico border to pick up donations for outreach in their community. Although it was after hours and the offices were already closed, my wife and I didn't hesitate to meet up with them for a late-night rendezvous at the warehouse and load their truck with bikes and desks and shelves and decor and household items, all of which were donated to churches and pastors and families in need. We give many to pastors to give to needy people in their congregations, explained Pastor Luis Silva from Bethel Mission Outreach in Roma, which has now received and distributed over 150 bicycles that we've been able to direct their way. Some have gone to children to ride to school, but also to parents and adults who need transportation to get to work. One young boy who received a bike immediately put a plastic milk crate on the front of the bicycle. He's using it to go to the market to get goods for the house and to go to, to and from school. A mom expressed her gratitude that she too is able to help her family more by having a bike to ride to the market. Pastor Luis Silva also explained to me that we are able to empower pastors with Bibles and bicycles in Mexico and rural areas. He said gas is expensive in Mexico and pastors don't have much income. See, by giving them a dependable bike, they can go beyond their own neighborhood and do whatever they need to do to reach the uttermost. One pastor, he said, who does not own a vehicle, said he's now able to reach families in small, secluded communities. Another pastor received bikes as a missionary in Cuba, and he'll be taking some of the bikes with him when he returns this month. Another bike went to a brother in the Lord who ministers through song all throughout the border region. A load of bikes and 10,000 Bibles were sent to Chiapas and Veracruz. See, some of the bicycles are electric bicycles, so which have been a big blessing to many of these people that have been receiving them. We're so grateful for all of our supporters and partners. Working together, we have made it easier for these pastors and many others to deliver resources and Bibles and materials into various communities around them. Recently, another Christmas outreach in Richmond, Rosenberg, Texas, which is just outside of the Houston area. We partnered with Gideon and Sarah Stanley of I Pray and also Grace Church. It was beautiful to see the worship, the Christmas carols, the songs, the hip-hop, and the hundreds of people and children and families that were able to receive food and clothing and toys a special outreach in the midst of their own needs. It was a beautiful evening seeing how Gideon and Sarah and their ministries, partnering with us and other ministries, were able to minister in the midst of the needs of all these people. I was so touched when I saw this post by Gideon. He said, thanks, Doug and Lisa, for always helping us, counseling us, taking time and being there for us. We're blessed to have you all in our lives. He goes on to say, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. And then he said, Lord, send the laborers in 2024. Then he said, Merry Christmas. There are so many heartwarming stories that we've already received from the various families we've been able to help. 
the different ministries we've been able to leverage with resources and finances. It's been great to see volunteers working together, serving together, laboring together. And it's not been easy unloading boxes and boxes and pallets and pallets of resources and putting them and sorting them and helping to get them out to the right place. It really is a net that works. With one fishing pole, we catch a fish, but as a mended net working together, being cast by the Lord together, we can do a whole lot more together. And to see the smiles on families, to see the smiles on children, to see people who really are grateful for receiving a little help, there will always be the ungrateful. But there's so much joy in seeing the gratitude of those who genuinely are receiving a help up or a hand up in the time of their own difficult situations. Oh, to see the smiles and the gratitude. It really is the reason for the season. Because the greatest gift of all that was provided for us 2,000 years ago on the work of the cross and the power of the resurrection, the high cost of love, the greatest gift of all that was displayed to us by the very one who was born to die, Jesus, who was born to give himself for us that we might have life and life more abundantly. And because of him, the light has come. I'm reminded that the four weeks leading up to Christmas are known as Advent. And during the season, many people personally and intentionally prepare to celebrate the birth of Jesus, the fulfillment of the promise of his manifest presence and the expectation of his second coming. Now, I know that December 25th is not necessarily the actual day of Jesus' birth, but we do know that Jesus was born, that he did live and he did die, that we might have life and life more abundantly. The point is, we celebrate his birth because in his birth, we also have expectation of our life because of his willingness to be the high cost of love, to go to the cross for us, that we might have life and life eternal. So Advent means simply this, the arrival of a notable person, thing, or an event. So Advent to us is a personal and intentional preparation for the birth of Jesus. It's also a time to remind us not only of his birth, but also the promise of his manifest presence and of the expectation of his second coming. For many Christian communities, the Advent season begins on the fourth Sunday before Christmas. So Advent 2023 began on Sunday, December the 3rd, and concludes on December 24th. And of course, Monday, December 25th is what we see or the world looks at as Christmas. The four themes of Advent, according to an article by Jackson Greer in the Focus on the Family newsletter, are hope, faith, joy, and peace. The Advent season reminds us that God sent his son to this world so that we might have a relationship with him. Yet, Jesus also suffers with us and helps us to navigate even through our pain, he wrote. What a great message that is for now when so many are suffering. Jackson goes on to say this, During Advent, Christians celebrate and reflect upon Jesus' first coming, while at the same time the church looks forward in eager anticipation to Christ's second coming. When Christians and families celebrate Advent, they unite in a generational tradition of celebration and anticipation of Jesus' second coming. During Advent, we celebrate the miraculous birth of Jesus, the light of the world. Hope came into the world as the word that dwells amongst us. I love what the word says in John chapter 8, verse 12. Then Jesus spoke to them, again saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. 1 John 1, 5-7 says, This is the message which we have heard from him, and declare to you that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. 
If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in the darkness, we lie and do not produce the truth or practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. Today, the world desperately needs the light of Christ. He dwells amongst us. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God, and all things are made through Him, and without Him nothing was made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men, and the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. John 1.1 As we consider Advent and, of course, Christmas, it's important to understand that in the beginning was the Word, which is Christ. God gave us His only begotten Son, But Advent is about anticipation, not only for the first coming, but also the second coming of the Lord. The dictionary defines Advent as the arrival of a notable person, a thing, or an event. So for us as Christians, Advent is the expectation of Christ. Because of his birth, we live in this constant manifest presence of a holy, holy, holy God. But we also have this great expectation of the arrival of the second coming of the Lord. This is exciting. It's exciting news and a time for us because God is the Word and He loved us so much that He gave Himself to us that we might live in His Word, know His Word, share His Word, and be a witness of His light to a world that desperately needs the Lord. The dark world needs the light of the Lord. In a world of difficulty that seems to be covered with darkness, we have a moment to declare the miracle of God, Christ with us. Joy to the world, the Lord has come. We have the light of the world living in us. He should permeate our lives and radiate from us and through us to those around us. A little light in a dark room lights up the whole room. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Matthew 5.16 We can let the light of Christ shine in and through us in very practical ways, spiritually, physically, financially, relationally. Jesus said if we follow him, then we don't have to walk in darkness because we have the light of the world that leads us to life, and he will guide others out of their darkness to life as well. My friends, may we all share our hope, faith, joy, and peace, because the light has come into the world, and the word, which is the light of Christ, dwells amongst us. May I express to each and every one of you appreciation, gratitude, and thankfulness for all of your love and support over the years, for your prayers, your volunteerism, your support, your finances, to stand with us not just during the holiday season or Christmas season, but those who stood with us 365 days a year, touching lives all over the world, from Houston, Texas to the four corners of the earth. Thank you so much. We couldn't do it without you. It really is a net that works together. Because one fishing pole, we catch a fish. But mended together, cast by the Lord together, we can do a whole lot more together. Let's continue to bring hope every day in the lives of people in a world that desperately needs hope. We hope you enjoyed this episode of A Word in Season with Doug Stringer and Friends and ask you to prayerfully consider supporting the ministry at somebodycares.org or by texting your donation amount to 805-422-7348. Please join us again for A Word in Season with Doug Stringer and Friends.